live from our studio in Babson Park, Massachusetts, it's the Fred Opie Show, where we unpack history to positively impact the future. I am Fred Opie, your host. Thanks for joining us live or listening to the podcast. All right, so let me set up this episode for you. I spoke down at Connecticut College to members of the Harlem Lacrosse Group. They use lacrosse to teach life skills to residents of Harlem. They have both a a male and a female program, girls lacrosse, boys lacrosse. And I was able to speak to a group of the boys uh, at the camp. These are these were uh, student athletes who are grades ninth through twelfth. Oh, you guys are gonna love this story. Thank you for asking that. Yeah, let me brag a little bit here. Okay, when when I took the SATs in my year, you got two hundred points for putting your name on the paper. I took it three times. My best overall score was a 630. 630. Some of you just got confused. You say, you got 630 on the verbal? No, combined. Some of the eyes got big. You see that? Some of the eyes got big. Listen, 630? I've already gotten that much already. 630. You guys are living in New York, so you understand the difference between regents and non-regents. Do you understand that? I was non-regents. It's the regents, folks, or they're on the college track. I was one of those kids. I went to the learning resource room. I had ADHD on steroids. Now, back then, they didn't really know what ADHD was, so they just kind of experimented with all kinds of different things that might work that I can tell you from the 630 SATs, they didn't work. When I went off to college, the only thing that allowed me to get an undergrad, oh, by the way, I forgot to tell them, my GPA at the community college when I graduated was a 2.5, high enough to qualify to get into Syracuse. So it gave me enough to get in. But the GPA when I graduated from Syracuse was a lot of effort and a lot of work. Matter of fact, it really doesn't make sense that how I graduated from Syracuse, nobody cheated, nobody took papers for me. It really doesn't make sense that I graduated, but I did graduate and had a, about a 2.3 GPA. 2.3, that's barely over a C. Are you all starting to get this right now? You starting to? Yeah. Okay, all right. So it was, a, it was a 2.3 GPA. So then you go, wait a minute. Didn't you say you're a college professor? Didn't you say you published books? Not book, books. All right, Columbia University Press. I had a postdoc, okay, a postdoc at Harvard. That is when you get your PhD. By the way, how did he get the PhD with all that stuff? Well, we'll back up to that later, right? We'll back up to all that. So I got a postdoc at Harvard, which means it's a fellowship that you apply for. If you get in, Harvard paid me to go to Harvard for an entire year, gave me research assistance, gave me an office and said, yes, spend this year here doing your research and writing your book. So here it is. I graduated from Syracuse, got a 2.3. I'm desiring to be a coach and a teacher. My first degree is in physical education. I do that. In New York State, to get permanent certification, you have to get a master's degree. So now I'm starting to figure, what should I get my master's degree in? Hmm, don't know. I'm at Austin Public Library, and I see this sign that says, career investigation course free. I go and take this course. I'm teaching at Danbury Public Schools in Danbury, Connecticut, and I take this course. It's about a six-week course. 
take all these assessments and everything comes back and says history at the college level. And I go, huh, history at college level. And I look over, we gotta have a PhD for that. And I go, I gotta get a PhD. I'm motivated because I know what I wanna do. And I just made the US national team, so I was able to use my network in lacrosse to get to Gettysburg College. They created a graduate assistantship that didn't exist there. They created a position for me to coach two different sports, work in another academic thing, and they paid me to get a master's degree while I was there. I had to get into the program for the master's on probation because my GPA from Syracuse was so low. Are you all tracking with me right now? Okay. It was that low, my GPA. The master's program said, we'll let him in, but he got coming on probation because I don't know if he's going to make it out of here. All right. So I go there. I show I'm serious. I'm more mature. My frontal cortex is just about fully developed. I'm making better decisions. I learned all the discipline I needed to make the U.S. national team, and I now start applying those principles to the classroom. So all those things I did to make the U.S. national team. By the way, I wasn't a college All-American at Syracuse. I didn't make all across the street. Some of y'all get that later, but I didn't make All-American at Syracuse. People say, wait a minute, you made a team of 26 players and you're the only one of the 26 on that 1990 U.S. team that wasn't a Syracuse or Division I All-America? Yeah, that was me. So I learned these principles and I applied them to my graduate work. I found something I loved and was passionate about, history, got off probation, slowly but surely, I proved that I was supposed to be there and then I went off and got the PhD. The key is I matured, I kept learning, and I never stopped growing. That's the key. If you stop growing, as Coach Messier said, when you're done, you're done. I wasn't stopping. Matter of fact, I'm not, done, I'm not done now. Somebody asked me the other day, when are you going to retire? I ain't got no plans to retire. I'm just going to keep having fun. Why would I retire? I'm just going to do more of what I like. I hope that answers your question. Who asked the last question? That one, come see me afterwards. I got a book for you. If you want to know more about what I do, go to fredopi.com, take a look at my website. You'll see my blog, a list of my books, and ways you can contact me if you're looking for a speaker. Thanks.